All right, all right. You know what time it is. It's time for Sippin' Tea with Joey and Marie. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, Leah Marie. I'm so tired. I, You know what? My old man Bones are talking to me today. They're like, bro, you got to ease up on all that work. You know, I forgot how it feels to do hard physical labor. I mean, I used to do it since I was 10. I was a little guy hoeing. I mean, hoeing beats, okay? So, uh, easy, easy. <laughs> hoeing <you> beats. <laughs> hoeing beats, picking oranges, doing all that stuff. And now, you know, I've been doing radio for a long time, and I've been sitting on my booty, and finally I'm back at physical labor uh, because, for myself, obviously, you know, fixing my house. But, dang. I'll wake up all sore. I'm like, I. But it's a, yeah, but it's a reminder of keeping yourself humble in yeah. a sense. Too, it's keeping you know? me humble. Yeah. It's, it, it's keeping me it's humble. It's keeping you humble. Yes. Well, I'm pretty tired too. Like, honestly, like, I feel like with the weather changing, I was just so lazy. But then I come to realization, like, yeah, I'm 22, but I can't be staying up to one in the morning, like, two nights in a row. That just don't fly with me. Girl, you, <laughs> you, you, know, you, you got to come from the old school. You know what I used to do? I used to party till 5 o'clock in the morning, and then I used to have to line up. It's called muster. Muster up when I was in the military at 6 o'clock. And, I'd be, and I would be partying all the way to the point that I got up to the line. See, I can't, What's I up? can't do that. I can't do that. And, you know, it's funny because, like, a lot of my friends, like, they're just destined for that they can do it i'm like are we done and they're like it's 10 o'clock i'm like so no like we're gonna keep going like that's the thing people actually actually do this every day and go to work the next day oh yeah (laughs) that's that party vibe right there that's that party vibe oh god but hey did you see shaq shaq decided to go on stage with snoop deal double g yeah for his like first time event for his charity and it was super cool like honestly i think anything that shaq does he, he like his main purpose is really giving back to the people he loves, whether it's just a typical stranger, you know, and everything, especially for where his background comes from. He's very genuine, and that's what's so great about him as a celebrity. But the fact that he can get Snoop Dogg and then they just do freaking just a track together, just yeah. chill it. I'll tell you right now, he Nothing could, he, G- yeah, I know baby. it's not his verse, but like he could do better than The Rock from the Tech Nine verse. Oh, so. goodness. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, I love The Rock, right? The Rock is dope. Yeah, I love him. There's I'm nothing, nothing against I, him. There's nothing I dislike <laughs> that The Rock has done, but. When I heard him rap on this Tech Nine track, I was all meh, you know. It's because, like me telling you I like your music. Yeah. Put me on a track. I'm not gonna be the best. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know what? I will battle rap uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson any day and tear him up. But if he wants to work out against me, well, you know what? I'm going to uh, you know uh, respectfully decline. Yeah, respectfully decline. <laughs> this does not work. But I mean, like it was cool because like in a sense, I mean, everyone wants to try different things. You can't you can't go wrong with that. But like to rap, it's just not the Rock's nah, expertise. Nah, you know what I mean? You're good, bro. You, you, yeah, you're, you're good. good. You go back to the movies. You're I mean, like, Kim Kardashian was just on SNL over the weekend. And I have to say, like, I thought she did pretty good for herself. Like, I, I think that for all the crap that people were giving her, she she killed it for what she, you know, had to work with. Yeah, like, I, I, I got I to gotta admit she did a great job, mm-hmm. all right? Because I, I, I was kind of, you know, uh, skeptic about the whole thing, thinking to myself, this lady ain't going to do good. Well, man. I think it helped her. Yeah, I think it helped her, too, because she really connected with a lot of people who actually got to be on SNL as a guest. Um, and so that really helped her kind of figure out, you know, what worked for you, what didn't work for you, and kind of figure out in herself, like, how can I be funny? Like, yeah. yeah, it was good. I like how they sneaked in John Cena, which uh, honestly, I am so 
blown away, and I can't wait to see him play the peacemaker in this oh new show. Because yeah. I think DC is stepping it up. And as the peacemaker, he tore it up on, uh, on Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad too. That was and my favorite I, yeah, part of that with movie. The, with DC, they're really like they're trying to give it their all to match up to Marvel's level. And like Marvel got to be scared right now. And I think what's helping them is well, because, they better be scared. Yeah. John Cena's coming after them. That, do you see that guy's arms? Yes, they're bigger than my head, and I got big. a big old head. I got but him as a peacemaker, <laughs> like you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like for when he started acting a little bit more. I wasn't like the biggest fan of him, but I've started to see him play many different roles, like being serious, being hilarious, you know, kind of being in that medium. And I have to say, like, he is doing very good for himself. Oh, yeah. Like, and I, I, that's what I love is about, you know, especially in Hollywood, like the fact that you can kind of do things besides what you're known for. Like you like kudos to you for really oh, yeah. pushing in, especially if you're that serious, especially with John Cena being acting like you're going to give it your all. Make oh, yeah. sure that you have the expertise to do Because he was on Suicide Squad. Like, that's a big that's deal. That's what I'm saying. You know, all I got to think, like, all I got to say is this. Um, Hollywood, you better listen and listen real close. Because if you need some music for your soundtrack, mm-hmm. all right, if you need something with the mood, you know what I mean, to put you in a good mood, my man Ariel and the mm-hmm. culture is the man. Yes. Because I tell you what, this dude's music, it puts me on a whole level, on a whole different level, man. I listen to his songs at least like every other day. Like I have to, it has to start my morning with the song of Ariel and the Culture no, and then I'm sure. like, okay, that's it. Bill this Withers, today's gonna be a good day. Bill Withers <laughs> is my jam, you know, to start start off with, you lovely know, lovely day. day. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm like slowly steering to Ariel and the Culture and jamming out because I've been jamming out to this uh, record he call, has called Nostalgia. Obviously, I, I have a connection to it because I got a song called Nostalgic but when I heard this album and you introduced me to Ariel and the Culture, I was like, bro, oh, snap, oh, snap. <laughs> now I'm like so happy. So I am so proud to introduce the man of the hour, <laughs> Ariel and the Culture. Woo! What's up, bro? Yo, yo, yo. Man. How's it going? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Of course. You were probably sitting in the back going like, all right, you two, you all need to shut up because <laughs> I came on the show to be on your show and to talk. And you're over here just not blah, 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 blah. Talking about John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. Be <laughs> like, Can't even see the man. Yeah, Ariel's like, you know what? I'm beat up John Cena right now. Me and him, I'll put him in a suplex right now. <laughs> man, John, John Cena probably eats my body weight for lunch, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big boy, man. Those arms, I'm telling you. If you've ever seen pictures of me, bro, I got a big old head. My head is smaller than one of his biceps. Holy moly. Dude's big. Dude's big. <laughs> so, Ariel. Yeah, that's a, that's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. So, Ariel, let me tell you, man. My daughter here introduced me to your music because the thing we do, her and I, we just love music so much. We always like to introduce each other to new music. She introduced me to your stuff, and I and honestly, I was blown away. I was like, why this man is not on a huge scale as far as an audience is is just is just mind blowing because bro your music is amazing amazing Yo, thank you thank you I appreciate it <laughs> oh yeah dude I'm super pumped to have you here I mean I, like I said I like all your jams I've been listening to all of them I listen to nostalgia a lot like over and over again and obviously Dame Tu Amor is 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 the newest uh, uh, visual you got which is equally as beautiful as the track mm-hmm. you know what I mean I watched that and I was like. You know, I, had, I was tearing up because I was like... I was no, remem- the, the video was gorgeous. I was remember when yeah. I was a kid and then my mom... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's really... I'm really glad people are connecting with... Uh, especially that I'm more because I was trying to... I put a lot of videos from, like, families and friends of, like, uh, quinceañeras in the 90s around Texas and around Mexico. And so it was pretty cool to... To see it all come together and people connect with it it's really awesome most definitely so you're born and raised in Texas huh 
Yeah, born and raised Dallas, Texas, but my familia is from El Befe, Mexico City, and so oh, nice. that's really what I I call the the motherland. So I feel, I'm the first person here yeah, in the United States. Yes, it, sir. We got something in common, bro. I'm first generation American as well. My mom is from Guanajuato, and my dad is from Zacatecas. So, uh, oh man, yeah, bro, that's freaking awesome. I love the food from 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 Zacatecas. I have oh, friends yeah. who cook that stuff all the time. Heck yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, the, our culture is amazing, bro. I I love it. I'm so proud of our culture. That's why with my daughter, me and, too. And yeah, you know, we got we got to keep you know uh, sharing our culture mm-hmm. with with our our future generations because it's so vibrant. It's so beautiful. And and it's it's kind of what you do with your music. It's like it's a perfect mixture of the both. You know what I mean? Of what's 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 fresh and what's new, but also has that heart and soul of our culture and your music. Yeah. And it's beautiful, bro. That's why that's why my, my word thank you, thank for your music you. is beautiful. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. So when did you start doing music? Uh, I mean, I've been doing music in in some form. I guess when I was like six or five. When, like the high school musicals came out, I learned all the dances, and that's my earliest like connection to to music and really connecting with it. None of my family has to do has like music relations. Like my mom was in a mariachi band in high school, but wow. that's it. Right. So I mean, I started playing like gigs and stuff when I was like thirteen, that's and awesome. so but it, it it was it was a lot different. It was like some coffee house kind of Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. You know, covers, acoustic stuff. So, but it's it's definitely a lot different now. It's come a long, long way. And how did I guess? How did you find that transition to you know? Obviously, like you were doing covers, like coffee house related, and then you kind of formed this ideal of how your music is now. Yeah, I mean, so I was doing it in high school. I was doing like the talent shows in high school, and I kind of got laughed at because I'm I don't know. It was like kind of weird for a little a little brown kid like me <laughs> in the school I went to um, to do like. The covers of like Ed Sheeran and stuff, you really didn't see that that often. Yeah. So I kind of stuck out and I kind of got really discouraged. So I guess for like senior year of high school, I didn't do like any music related things. Like I didn't write songs, I didn't do anything. Not that the songs are good anyway, but <laughs> I mean, I stopped for like a year. Then I went to, to college and I had a friend who was like organizing like events on campus and was booking artists from like around the nation. And they're like, yo, we need a local band for this one show. And I was like, I got a band. Uh, I didn't have a band. <laughs> so I threw, I threw it together. I threw it together in like three weeks with some random people in my dorm. And yeah, ever since then, it's, it's been history. But uh, that's back when it was a band. It's not a, you're on the coast, it's just me now. Oh, so wow. it's, it's different. That's great. I think it's crazy. Like, you know, like you said too, like, you know, especially with Hispanics, like to be able to kind of, Diverse yourself, yourself to all this music like Ed Sheeran and everything. You, you you don't see that growing up, and the older you get, you kind of find that that momentum to do so. And so, like with your music, like obviously you know it's still tying into the Mexican heritage roots and stuff. But I like how you still kind of keep, especially with the Latin X form right there too. Is wow. you're trying to keep current, and everyone loves it. You know, the the younger they are, but as, as much as like the older you get, you still to like accept that music and the beauty behind it. Oh yeah, well it's it's one of those things oh, because yeah. um you know both you and I are first generation you know, American. So we, we get caught up in that, in the middle, you know what I mean? Neither aquí, ni yeah, you know? So, you, you know, we, yeah. we love the culture that we're, we're raised upon, but also, you know, we have, we're, we're Americanized in a sense. So we're like, we're trying to find our, you know, our spot, you know? And so like, it's beautiful though, be, to be able to cross the cultures and create your own. I mean, um, that's kind of what, what I see you doing there. And it, it's, it's, it's wonderful, dude. It, it really is. You, you've really taken something and, and, and made it uh, amazing, bro. So I'm, I'm loving what you're doing, man. 
Thank you. Thank, I, I totally hear you what he said, neither I the like and stuff like that, where I just feel like I'm too brown to be with the white kids and I'm too white to be with the like the brown kids. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I can't, I feel like I grew up right down the middle. No. I, I mean I didn't grow up in the hood. I mean but I didn't grow up in like I don't know what the nice neighborhoods are in in, uh, in Idaho, but <laughs> I didn't grow up in and then Beverly Hills or anything either. So I, I think that comes into my music too. Like in Damato Amor, I have a lot of Spanglish people. People I did like an interview with Remescla. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I, I think it was like Remescla or something like that. Um, and they were like asking about like the Spanglish and like I have a couple words in Damato Amor that are kind of iffy, like with the actual Spanish vocabulary. And then somebody was like messaging me that they were hating. Like it's not even real Spanish. I don't even speak real Spanish. And I'm like, that's how I grew up speaking it, like broken Spanglish sometimes. Like that's like some words just got lost in the mix. Well, and, and that's the thing too, because like me, like growing up too, like, you know, especially in Idaho, when I grew up, there wasn't a lot of Hispanics around me. And so I really never used Spanish growing up because I, I didn't have to because I always spoke English. That's my fault. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I try to pinpoint people, but I mean, he said it himself. But the older I got, I started hanging out with more people, but I feel the same way too. Like I was, you know, obviously too brown to hang out with white people, but also too white to hang out with Hispanic people and so even till this day the older I get I continue to be placed in that middle but I like how you say too like you know with with Spanish slang it changes and it's so different with everyone and growing up when I was learning Spanish I would always be so nervous and be so shy because every time I spoke Spanish someone always had to tell me oh you're not saying this right or you this is not what it means and I'm like well that's that's how I knew that's what I was taught was that way and so I 100% get what you're saying okay well I mean regardless you know we we have uh, um we have people that are similar to us in in in, in the way we are, so mm-hmm. people understand it, man. Mm-hmm. Spanglish is a thing, you know. So <laughs> you know, uh, so people people are gonna understand, man. Because I remember they used to call me Coco, you know what I mean? Because you know you're brown on the outside, one on the inside. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, y'all crazy, man. I'm not like that. But anyways, uh, uh, it's all good, man. Because I like I said, I love it. I I, I you know I, I spit verses in Spanish and English, and I get caught up in that as well too. But at the end of the day, man, it's all on the confidence, bro. You you create something beautiful and people are going to be attracted to it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And so I love it, man. So now are you working on new music? Yes, yes. I'm glad you guys can ask. I hope I can announce something here. Is that cool? Of course. Yeah, of course. I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a new song coming out. Um, first time I've ever announced it. It's going to go on TikTok, I think, tomorrow or the day after, but I can announce it here first. Nice. Uh, it's dropping October 29th, so in two weeks. So I have the first new music since Damaso Amor. That's like solo stuff since August of last year, so it's, it's really exciting. It's called No Puedo, oh. which means I can't. Nice. So, like, I'm really excited about it. Nah, that's so cool. And it's so funny, too, because, like, I love your music. Like, I really do. But I, every day I'm, like, always, like, when is he going to drop a new song, though? Because, like, I want to hear some more stuff. <laughs> like, you can't help but just want to hear more and more. <laughs> no, it all makes sense, though, though to me, though, that, that uh, Aaliyah is so uh, connected to your music is because you two are kindred spirits. You both grew up on a uh, high school musical. Ah, <laughs> I don't even really, really care. I mean, I had a high school musical party. Like, I had a high school musical cake. I had the outfit. I don't even care i will break i'll break down every song and every choreography to that so don't don't come at me like that because I, I will i will come back with something <laughs> I, I i used to i used to know both parts the the male and female part sharpay and uh ryan's part oh my gosh the that's the best thing ever you know it's so it. you know every time like the older i get i'm like man high, high school musical was like i like i 
I'm not like old, but like it makes me feel old. So when other people are like, I remember high school, I'm like, thank you. Because I mean, I don't like saying it publicly because then I have to talk about my age. And that's one of those things the older you get, you don't want to talk about your age anymore. So Ariel, how old are you? We didn't even ask you that part. How old are you? You're good. I just turned 22. Wow, you are see, a yeah, young... We're the, we the same age, You're man. the same age. <laughs> now y'all making me feel old. I'm all ancient over here. No, yeah, sabes que me cool. Back in my time when I used to... No, bro. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm... Okay, so we got a new song coming out on the 29th. Make sure you guys check that out. Let people know where they can get a hold of all your stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can find me anywhere music is sold or found. If you want to pirate it, be my guest. I'm not making a lot of money off music yet. But you <laughs> You're like, you have the chance now. To... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's it's almost done. We shot the we shot the cover for it recently for the No Puelo song. But I mean, you can find it on YouTube right now. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. I thought if you're trying to help and support, I'd recommend Bandcamp as well. Um, it's oh, going to go that. live there. It's a it's a platform where you can help artists. Um, and Spotify though, if you if you're really trying to help out because the numbers. That's what venues and, and, and bookers and labels look at is Spotify. So yeah. you can find us there. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm going to ask you right now. I'm going to put you on the spot, man. Whenever you need a Spanglish uh, MC to uh, get a special guest on one of your songs, let me know, man. I got your back, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. I, I, I might have something in the future. I'm working on a – I know I've got the single coming out, but I'm definitely working on a, a, a bigger project down the road. That, but I definitely will need something, man. I promise you. I, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I don't have anything to give except, like, <laughs> listen to the music. So, like, if you need someone to listen to your music, I'll listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about uh, famous Latinx singers uh, you should be listening to. Obviously, uh, to me, you're not famous just yet, but you're famous to me. So make sure you guys listen to Ariel and the Culture. Uh, you can listen to them anywhere. That's yeah, like, that's dope. like my list. Yeah, yeah because, that's on my list. Yeah, like you have to. And like, like I said, like it's it's nice to constantly find new music because there's just so much music everywhere and anywhere that it's like where do you begin mm -hmm. but especially with area and culture like when i found you i found you on tiktok like you popped up on my for you page and i was so happy that That's it crazy. did because like i love that i love to find new music and the fact that it comes on a platform such as tiktok when the analytics behind that is so intense that like it's just amazing and so you know with buzzfeed dropping on there are seven famous latinx singers you should be listening to there's a lot of popular ones obviously you have like Nikki Jam, Becky G, Bad Bunny, Amosuna, Daddy Yankee. But you know who I didn't see on that list was J Balvin. And, you know, J Balvin's getting all these nominations for the upcoming Latin Grammys, but he's also slamming some facts against them too as well. Oh, snap. <laughs> what do you think about uh, J Balvin, Ariel? I love J Balvin. I mean, I love one of my favorite songs of was it 2020 or 2019. The, the years are just blurred together. Um, Probably was Con Altura with Rosalia. So, oh, I mean, yeah. I love J Balvin. I think he deserves his flowers. Oh, yeah. He's dope, man. Well, you know, he, he has been um, nominated in the Latin Grammys, but he's a little upset because he's saying that he doesn't feel we get our proper, you know, recognition. Because basically he's saying that us as Latinos are being used only because of the ratings. If not, they, they would just toss us to the side. What do you mm -hmm. think about all that? I think I, think I definitely agree. I mean, people... People have been pulling the Latinx card out as kind of a token card more than recently. I've noticed it since I've kind of identified as, you know, Latinx and Latino. I think, you know, the biggest streamed artist of 2019 was, I think, Bad Bunny oh, yeah. in the entire world. Oh, yeah. I think I think it was, yeah, so I, I don't know why they're still treated like an afterthought or as a as kind of like a compliment or the icing on top instead of the whole cake. I don't know. No, I, I'm with you because I know that we 
as as Latinos, you know, we have an, a, a crazy audience. You know what I mean? And it, and it, and it goes through all types of borders. You know, well, especially what I mean? like Bad Bunny for him being mm. such an international thing. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, for for people to and especially if you, if you don't fully know that language, but you you somehow connect in it in a sense. Like you're doing something, rhythms. yeah. You're doing something, and so like, yeah, like a hundred percent. But I, I think it just comes with you know being in the Grammys or being in the Emmys. Those are so um, a popularity contest than it is of expressing the true beauty behind what what it is. And so you know, even though J Balvin was nominated for three three words this year, that's what he said too. He's like, you know, obviously don't try kind of come at me like as if I was a nominee. Like, of course I was nominated, but at the same time, it's that realization that like you guys said, like they're using us as ratings rather than actually treating us like artists and treating us like we're doing something that well, we're making big so moves big. yeah like you know we bring a lot of a, a lot of money into the industry and they need to give you know they need like you said they need to give us our flowers and be like what's up all right we got to give you our respect and don't try to act like yeah. like you're doing me a favor i'm doing you a favor bro let's <laughs> fight you, me and you let's go <laughs> <laughs> and, and i think i think i think they're saying there's like a study that's almost a quarter i'm not i'm not sure the exact number but it's at least almost a quarter of the United States' buying power, at least the United States, is has to do with Latinos or Hispanic people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just, right. just, like, yeah, like, just like here in Idaho, minority. like, like um, yeah. College of Southern Idaho, the college here, like, they have the most, you know, high statistic of Hispanics enrolling in college. Like, they just, a few weeks ago, you know, made, made that, um, re- you know, recognition of this college, you know. And, and that's what, like, it just goes back to saying, like, Hispanics are doing so much more at success, whether it's education, music, anything for that matter. And... To constantly treat it as if like, oh, okay, you guys are doing something. Oh well, like no, like you're you're making something not just for everyone else besides you, but the people of your culture. Yeah. Like you're you're proving that you're fully capable of doing way more than what you know stereotypical is what, what's said about it. And right. so with the Grammys, like the Grammys is taking is supposed to take place in Las Vegas on November 18th. So we shall see. Up until then, <laughs> you know how how it's gonna go. But 100, well, percent I agree. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it right now, and I'm gonna call it. All right, Ariel, the culture. Next Grammy winner. That's it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. We already leaked. Oh, yeah. We leaked the nomination and the winner all at one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're nominated and you won. Yeah, that's you won. it, son. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Man, that's the goal. Hopefully in a few years, man. Hopefully in a few years. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah, for man. For sure. That's the goal, bro. That's the goal. So, okay. You you growing up in a in a Mexican household, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were talking about our, our family. They come from Mexico. So, obviously, we all know that freaky story about La Llorona, man. Why? why I, I don't understand this, but I don't know why parents do this, but they freak you out, man. Did they tell you the same thing, Ariel, where they're like, you know what? If you go after midnight, La Llorona is going to get you. <laughs> did, did you ever hear that? Yeah, one? yeah. Yeah, they told me if I went swimming or something like that. If I went swimming at night, that the Llorona would get me. I think they're just trying to get me not to drown or something, but it scared the hell out of me. But it's messed up, though, huh? We, they, don't, they don't understand how we grew up all freaked out, man. That some of these things mess us up later on in life. And we're like, hey, 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 don't go out, man. Like, you don't know, you know? Well, I remember my grandma would tell me that. Like, she would tell me, like, you know, back in Mexico, like, you know, her her dad, like, saw Leona and all this stuff, like, one night. And one time when she told us, like, we were at a wedding, and so we were on the outskirts, and we happened to be camping by this river. And when she told us, she's like, make sure you guys don't go next to the river because she's going to call for her children. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't care. But I swear to you that night, like, I was, like, laying. I could hear the river. And I heard someone, like, kind of crying. And I was like, oh, 
she wasn't playing. I ain't trying to go out there now. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> I choose life before I'm going to observe, like, what's going on over there. <laughs> no, but my mom and my aunt would be like, you know what? If you see a dog with red eyes, it's the devil. He's coming after you. I'd be like, what? You know, I'd be like, I wouldn't even want to come out, man. What would your parents tell you, bro? What would your parents tell you that would freak you out that you still remember to this day? You're like, I'm, I'm not doing that. Uh, I mean, I never heard the Chupacabra story much. I don't know because it wasn't really a thing in, like, Mexico City. That's what I that's what makes sense to me, but I really did hear the the story of La Llorona a lot, and that she was like, I think my mom used to freak me out, but, and she would say to mis hijos, mis oh, yeah. hijos, yeah. my kids, my kids, <laughs> to freak me out at night every now and then. That's, I remember that, but that one would put a chill up my spine. It still does. Oh, yeah. I hear that at, at night, anywhere near water, I'm, I'm sprinting. Oh, bro. <laughs> bro, you know what I would imagine? I would imagine a little short lady that kind of looks like the Inde Maria, but with really big eyes that would just water all the time, and then but freaky style. And then I, I'd just be like, oh, hell no. Like, I just didn't, I didn't want to, if I seen somebody that looked similar to that, what I imagined, I was like, I turned the other way, man. I walk on the other side of the sidewalk. Now forget that, man. I'd rather walk, <laughs> I'd rather walk where there's a cholo coming at me, you know, looking all hardcore, <laughs> walking by a viejita that looks like that. Now forget it. <laughs> Honestly. Right? So, have has your parents ever told you any kind of freaky story other than the Llorona? Like I was telling you, my, my mom told me that her ex-husband saw the devil that he was like he had like red eyes and they were flaming and it freaked him out and it told him to stop drinking so that's why he stopped drinking because he saw the devil and i was like well that's a good thing man if he saw the devil maybe the devil uh was not really the devil i don't know <laughs> either way i'm still scared <laughs> of dogs man <laughs> i mean i mean my my mom would tell me i guess um, i guess americanized versions of it now as well like if i got bad grades in school she would point to a random um, older-looking like lady in the store, or old-looking man, and she'd be like, "He's gonna take you if you don't stop. He's taking other kids or stuff like that." Oh <laughs> damn! Yeah, when I have like bad grades or stuff. Right? Did they, did she ever tell you the devil's gonna get you? Because my mom used to tell me that. My, actually, your mom tells you guys that yeah, too, right? Yeah, she tell me that. I'm <laughs> the devil's gonna get you. <laughs> I'm like, don't play with me like that, okay? Like, I'm a good kid, but don't play with me like that. Like, I think it's just like the like the folk tales that we tell you. Like, it just. It it does just make you uneasy because it's like who's to say it's true, but who's to say it's not? You know, you, you can't be you can't be spitting like that didn't happen, and then it happens to you. Then you're like boy who cries wolf. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm not gonna come out come out this Halloween. I think I'm just gonna yeah, stay just home. stay in peacefully, <laughs> <laughs> not experience anything intense. I'm not trying to tussle with that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the first Halloween with with uh, after like COVID. I mean, vaccines and stuff. So people are I feel like people are gonna wild out even more. You think oh, so? Gosh. They probably are, huh? They're probably going to go just wild then. Probably, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, dude, we've been in, in in like indoors forever. And then finally you're letting out the, you know, letting us out. It's like a rabid dog. Like, hey, 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 hey. You know, we'll be out there, man. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be chomping, man. Dang. Well, shoot, man. Thank you so much for being a part of this show, you know. And uh, we really do look forward to uh, your new music. We really hope that your audience grows even further because we do feel and we do really believe that your music has that power to uh, to really change somebody's mood. Man. Oh, 100%. And like put that. them in a good mood. And y'all, seriously, if y'all need new music to listen to, Ariel and the Culture is your music to listen to. And, you know, if you, you're trying to find something that is totally out of your comfort zone or totally just something that you want to hang out with, with a, with family, Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever you name it, like air in the culture, that's that's the mood to set right there. Oh, yeah. We already <laughs> got a lot of people on your music right now, bro. We, our, our Thank aim is, you. Oh, yeah, man. Our aim is for you to win a Latin Grammy, all right? That's that's what we're doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the goal, man. I mean, I, 
I'll, I'll say this is that I, I appreciate you guys like that you like nostalgia and everything, and I love that you got a song called Nostalgia as well. That's really <laughs> dope. But I got all my new music that I've been working on for honestly the past year. It's probably five to ten times better than that. So if you guys like that, Ooh. I really hope you like this next episode. Oh, it, it takes a, Ooh, like a lot that. more time. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds really developed. So I'm really excited for y'all to hear. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be really different. It's going to change some stuff, I promise. Yes. I'm, well, I'm super excited, and I'm sure it will be great, man. So thank you for being on our show. We appreciate you, man. And one more time, give the people uh, some info so they could find you anywhere online. Yeah, you can find me anywhere online uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Funny Latinx or Funny Latin with an X. Uh, you can find me on TikTok as well. Uh, I don't really use Facebook like that. Or you can find me on streaming platforms, uh, Ariel and the Culture, and the ampersand, not the word and. That's the difference. That's how you find it. I appreciate y'all having me. Thank you so much. Heck yeah, man. You have a wonderful day, brother. Thanks a lot, man. Of course, guys. Thank you. 